Hello beautiful people and welcome to the Holistic Awakening Podcast. I am Natalia O.L., your host, breath healer and holistic life coach for the modern awakened woman. In this podcast, we explore holistic awakening related topics. From feminine activation, cyclical wisdom, wellness, biohacking, alternative healing methods, to consciousness, magic, spirituality, personal development, and psychedelics. In this sacred space, you will find interviews with light leaders, juicy conversations, and live activations that will help you feel inspired and supported in your own holistic awakening journey. Hi, beautiful people. Welcome to another episode of the Holistic Awakening Podcast. Happy Friday and Happy New Moon. Before introducing today's guest, I have a couple of things to share with you. Firstly, the Breath Chica Summer Cell is on for the month of July. This means that you can sh- save money when purchasing one-to-one breathwork sessions with me or when getting one of my self-paced programs. You can get your hands on breathwork for cyclical wisdom, which will help you connect with your cyclical nature and empower your feminine essence through unlocking the healing potential of your breath from the safety of your home. You can also get the Breath Week activation, a five-day experience to help you connect with your feminine energy, reclaim your shadow, restore balance, and expand your spiritual connection through breathwork. You can learn more about these offers on my website at www.nataliaolcoaching.com. Okay, so secondly, I would like to share a prayer to open the space for today's transmission. This prayer came to me a couple of days ago and I just want you to relax your body, close your eyes, tune into your breath, relax and receive this prayer. Are you ready? Dear sister, connect with your womb, connect with the moon, connect with the stars, you are divine. Connect with your womb, connect with the moon, connect with the stars, you are divine. Don't be afraid of going inside. Your female body holds the keys to life. Beautiful woman, you are divine. Cyclical being, reclaim this wisdom from within. Connect with the womb, connect with the moon, connect with the stars, you are divine. A message coming directly from my channel and hopefully being received with love on your end. You are beautiful, you are worthy, you are divine. Now it's time to introduce today's guest. 
my business mentor, coach, teacher, and friend, Leticia Rinch. Leticia has a revolutionary approach to business for coaches and space holders ready to thrive holistically. I will always be eternally grateful for the ways in which Leticia introduced me to feminine leadership and supported me in stepping into my mission. In this inspiring conversation, we talk about many different topics related to personal development, business, um, entrepreneurship as an awakening journey, spirituality, boundaries, expansion, and so much more. I hope that you enjoy it and feel inspired by this episode. And at the end, Leticia gave us three questions for all of us to reflect on our personal journeys. So if you're listening to this and you follow us on social media, don't hesitate to tag us on Instagram at breathchica and at Leticia Range with your answers. Let us know how this episode is initiating you, activating you, awakening you. So I hope that you enjoy it and I will see you on the other side. Hi, Leticia. Welcome to the Holistic Awakening Podcast. I'm so honored and so excited to have you in this space. Oh, I just, I love you so much. I can just feel in my heart expanding as I look at the screen and see your beautiful face. Ah, oh, you are one of my favorite teachers and mentors, and I cannot wait for this conversation. Oh, Natalia, thank you so much for welcoming me here. And this has been something that we have been setting the intention to create together for a long time. And so it's such an honor for me to be here with you as well. Thank you for opening this space. Oh, you're welcome. Oh. Oh, okay, so where to begin today? Um, why don't you start us off? by telling us a little bit about who you are, what are the things that you are doing in the world, tell us a little bit about your spiritual journey, because I know that your spiritual journey is a big part of your life, and yeah, this is a space for you to share all your wisdom with us. I love it. So, wow, where to start? Um, the spiritual journey, I mean... It's been my entire life. And when I think about being a child and the sort of environment that I grew up in, I grew up in a quite a tumultuous uh, family home where there wasn't a lot of stability for me. And because of that, my both of my parents were going through their own awakening and processes and had their own uh, issues to sort of contend with. And so when I was seven, my parents, um, they split up and then they both went into new relationships with new partners. And in that process, I was sort of activated in a way to step up for myself and look up, look after myself in a way that I hadn't before. And as I look back on my childhood, I'm so grateful for the experiences that my family actually uh, gave me through 
focusing on their own stuff and giving it the intention it needed because what I learned through that experience was how important it is for me to take responsibility of my life and to look after myself, even as a child. And so as a very young child and as a teenager, I was always like deeply empathic, deeply feeling the need to love myself and for others to love. Like one of my dreams when I was a kid was to, um, I wanted to just any child out in the world who didn't have love didn't feel like they were in a safe family home like I just give them that love and it was because of my own experience of feeling like I didn't have that for myself and then realizing that actually I could be the one to give that love to myself so when I think about my journey and where my awakening began and my spiritual journey I really feel that it does begin in childhood and I feel that that's the case for us all and then the next like significant piece of the journey for me was years later because as I sort of went, left the school system and went into university and um, a career and all of these things, I shifted into an unconscious state of really trying to prove my worth. And so that led me into studying law and going on this path where I was uh, working in law firms and working my way to being a lawyer, finishing my degree um, and being in the corporate world. And throughout that experience, I knew that it wasn't right for me the entire time, really. I didn't enjoy studying law. Um, I felt uninspired. And in like my office, I just didn't ever feel like I could really be myself or that I was truly thriving. But I kept trying to like just do all of the things to uh, fit in there. And that led me to staying in. Ultimately, I was in the legal industry for 10 years. But it was about eight years into it that I had this moment where it was like enough is enough. And that happened for me because my I was getting this really terrible pain in my stomach every time I'd go out for a run on my lunch break and um, I'd have like really intense like period pain. Basically, it was excruciating. I'd be doubled over in the park, laying down, like feeling like I'll never be able to escape this pain. And it started happening on a more regular basis. So that led me to trying to get seek help for what was happening. And as a lot of women um, find when they have anything related to, to their body, um, it took me going from doctor to doctor to doctor before I had a diagnosis that this is probably something called endometriosis. And this was such an incredible part of my journey because for the first time it led me to like stop and listen to my body, which had been like begging for attention in all of those eight years. It was trying to communicate to me the entire time. I just wasn't listening. So this moment where my health was really at its worst and I was in a lot of pain ended up being an incredible turning point to, for me that activated something that I really felt strongly that I wanted to speak to today, which is business as an awakening process and practice. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is such a beautiful, powerful topic. Wow. Yeah. So I'll just go into it a little bit to touch on where business comes into this. But basically, what happened for me is I 
finally started to take what my body was telling me seriously. And I knew that I didn't want to be a lawyer. I knew that I didn't want to work in the corporate world. I knew that I wanted to do something that really felt like it was making a difference for me. And I also really knew that my skills were being wasted where I was. And so that led me to going on a journey of wanting to find my purpose. That was what I was being called to find. And I I knew that's what I wanted, even though I may not have been able to explain exactly what that meant to me at that time. So I um, I left my job as a lawyer and moved over to London. And in that process, I started listening to podcast episodes that connected me with entrepreneurs and people who considered themselves to be creatives. And uh, it also connected me with learning about my menstrual cycle and the four different seasons and how I needed to look after myself depending on what season of my cycle I'm in. And immediately, I was so intrigued by entrepreneurship and the the big issue for me for all of those years before is that it for me it was like okay if not law then what would it be I didn't see any alternative of what I wanted to do I used to say to my mum I know that the job that I want hasn't been created yet it actually had it was (laughs) like life coaching Um, but it took me stopping and having my body break down, which I know is a common thing for a lot of people with their awakening process. It took that happening for me to create space to see this possibility of entrepreneurship. And since then, it's really had a life of its own. The following my calling as an entrepreneur and as a business owner and led me to discovering my purpose. It led me to uh, discovering all of the goodness about spirituality and the metaphysical world and all of this. And it led me to activating my calling, which is to serve people in a coaching capacity, in a space holding capacity. And over the years, as you know, Natalia, that has evolved into me supporting other coaches, other healers, other space holders and business owners to create a business that really allows you to thrive body, mind, and soul. And That journey, I've been in business for four years now, has been, (laughs) there's just so many different facets to it because Mm -hmm. it really is a process for like supercharged personal development. And I think that something that we think as entrepreneurs is that we're trying to get somewhere and then there's going to be this end point. And I really think that this is the same with our healing and our spiritual journeys. It's like we want to get somewhere. We want to get to the end point. And what I've learned throughout creating my business, which today I have a multi-six-figure business. It's an award-winning business. I support people all over the world. And what I know for sure is that we're never done. The healing's never done. The journey is never done. The business is never done. And as soon as we can realize that that is just a truth, then we can actually start showing up for what we're being called to do, whether that's creatively or in terms of contribution and service or or whatever it is. So, yeah, that brings me to where I am today in a nutshell. (laughs) Wow. Super powerful, Leticia. Thank you so much for sharing. And I love that you brought this concept of entrepreneurship as an awakening process because it really is. It's like a medicine journey. I, <laughs> I really believe that um, 
the industry of coaching and birthing businesses into the new earth, it's shifting because we are all being asked to take care of ourselves and really embody what we are selling or embody, you know, whatever we're teaching. And maybe in the past, you know, things were a bit more um, masculine or not, not to refer to the masculine in a negative way, but it was like detached from the heart or uh, the feminine consciousness of wanting to take care of everything, right? Like we had businesses that were profitable, but maybe they weren't very good for the earth or they weren't good for the people that live in the local villages or whatever. I feel like the consciousness that is emerging right now is this feminine consciousness that is sort of healing the disassociated masculine and we're birthing this new way of business where people are, yeah, like going through their own journey of like awakening and clearing, connecting with what's really truth, uh, healing their own feminine energy, whether they're men or women, and then birthing this new way of relate to, you know, money exchange, supporting people, creating businesses. And I personally have been in business for two years, two and a half years or so. And it's been very, a very important part of my awakening to actually discover hey this is my purpose hey this is what I want to do and then having to clear myself from all the conditioning that was telling me I couldn't do this because I'm a woman or I'm young or this or that or maybe as you said my job or the job that I visualize for myself is not something that's been created yet because as well, we have so many uh, people now that are awakening to their spiritual gifts, remembering all ancient wisdoms, uh, like the menstrual cycle, right? That's something that's coming back. Lots of women and lots of businesses are taking this into consideration now. And that just didn't exist <laughs> in the past. It didn't exist uh, a space where you were asked, hey, where, where are you in your cycle? And let's use these to create. So... I totally relate with this. Mm, I love that. There's so much that you said here. And I was just thinking, you know, one of the things, so what's evolved for me over the years is as I've explored my own personal development journey and what has what I've needed, whatever's been presenting itself as something for me to focus my attention on and to um to basically peel back another layer of myself and really see myself and come back to myself, that has also revealed another way of serving in business too. And so actually my framework, which I call my holistic business framework, that has been something that has created and been evolved over the four years that I've been in business. And none of it is on its own is something that you would look at and think, oh, that like makes logical sense that this would be a business tool that we're using. But what it is emerging is this new way of doing business where I think it's actually beautiful that as uh, women and anyone who doesn't associate with um, typical gender, um, typical gender, it's you are being activated to think differently to what the current system has created. And that's the patriarchal system. It's capitalism. It's like damaging the world um, and all 
it's not having sustainable practices. And because we're being called to think of new solutions, this is what is allowing us all as a species to innovate and evolve. And it feels like such a struggle when you're going through it. It feels like sometimes it's like you've got your head up against that brick wall and it's really hard to break this strong system that has been operating for so long. But the more that you allow yourself to keep going, the more you start to activate new ways of engaging with the world. And it's not always, and actually this is what most people find, it's not through pushing and forcing. It's actually through doing pretty much the opposite of everything we've been taught. And so as I think about my own framework and reflecting on how each tool that I have reflects a different part of my journey, like your framework does as well, Natalia, it is you know, the menstrual cycle was the first piece. It was learning how to live and work using my menstrual cycle. That then activated my creative my creative cycle. I never thought I was a creative person until I understood the menstrual cycle, which is the creative cycle. That then activated my creativity and actually got me to completing projects for the first time in my life, which allowed me to birth a business. And then that led me to learning about about my mind and how if I look at my life in through an empowered lens that I choose everything, I'm responsible for everything, I can handle anything that comes my way, I have a totally different experience. And as a business owner and a CEO, that allows me to keep showing up for it rather than when things don't go according to plan or it feels out of control. Uh, what what the what we might want to do or what the mind wants to do from that fear is to quit and turn the other way. Business taught me that I needed to take that empowering mindset to keep going. And then it taught me that there's not just our mind there that we're hearing. There's also our inner voice, our intuition, our soul. And that taught me that if I ask my soul for guidance, if I co-create with my inner voice, which to me is a portal to the universe, I don't actually ever have to think or worry about anything. I have wisdom within me that is always guiding me and the business. And so that led to a deeper understanding of self-trust. And then as I moved along, then I picked up tools like human design and then I got, and, and also learning how to have a better relationship with money, which is something else that I think all, most people need to um, develop a better relationship with money. But I do know it's also something that women tend to struggle with, as well as that visibility piece and allowing ourselves to feel safe holding money, allowing ourselves to open up to holding more wealth in our life is something that can feel really scary. And I know for me, it just didn't feel safe. And so that has been my work and in each stage of my business, the reason I love to support coaches and healers and space holders to actually focus on creating wealth in their business and money is because every time you open up to more wealth, that requires a new layer of personal discovery from you. And it's really about that breaking down the limits that the systems have put upon us rather than the actual goal itself. Mm. Yeah, I totally agree. And the, the, the thing with the system is that they done for many many years they haven't really supported the individual they haven't really supported the entrepreneurs the freelancers 
and it's it's almost been like looked down upon like oh you're an entrepreneur mm, good luck <laughs> you know sort <laughs> of <laughs> it hasn't been something um exciting or appealing for people and we've been conditioned to just go with the crowd and follow what everyone else is doing and follow these um roles that don't really inspire us whereas I think in the past where when we lived in more localized communities and we weren't so spread out around the world you know everyone had a role in the tribe everyone was valued for their skills and gifts and we all exchanged our gifts and circulated wealth and value inside our communities and obviously because of the system we are in right now, that changed in a way that we're all feeling really disconnected from one another, disconnected from our own skills, our own value, our own abilities, dependent on government, dependent on big corporations and pharmaceutical companies. And it's just these, I call it the fragmented self, like it's like we've given away our power in a, in a way and I'm not saying that this system is wrong because I actually believe that everything's happening for a reason and maybe this is just a transition point we've been going through that patriarchal system you know for a while so that our souls could experience what they went whatever they needed to experience and now it's just acknowledging that things are changing and that it's so exciting that we get to experience these as young uh, entrepreneurs young individuals or even not, not, not necessarily young like we're young but whoever is listening it's you know in a, in a wise phase of their life like is still experiencing this transition from a different mm. perspective and yeah when I think of your framework and you embodying your journey and then through what's coming up in your journey you're creating something that's completely unique Mm. that's what the world needs it, it needs the individual um, skills and gifts to be valued once again it needs each mm. person to feel like I matter I have something to give to my community and I know we're talking business but you know if you're not a business person or you're not an entrepreneur and you're listening this also applies to you because you can empower yourself and gain these self-awareness of your own value and the things that you need to bring into your community in your life you know mothers elders you know there's so much that we can give all of us and I think this for me I know we're talking about business but this is more like a, a change in the the perspective of how we look at the world um, and I think that's part of what you do like really remember rem um, allowing people to remember that they have value that they are needed and we just need more people doing that, more mm. telling other people, hey, you have value and whatever it is you have to offer, um, you know, you need to bring it out and you need to let it come out. And no matter how big or small or grandiose your vision is, because our souls have different purposes. Someone might mm. have a small business where they, you know, create sustainable clothing and they just, you know, provide clothes locally that's a freaking valuable thing to be doing <laughs> and it's equally yeah. valuable as the person who is having a six-figure business selling you know jewelry or selling services 
it's all valuable and we just need to focus on empowering people and then let them decide let the, them the, their souls decide what the path is for them right mm. Absolutely. And like, that's the invitation here for everyone. The invitation is to be you. I say these words all the time. This is what life is about. This is what your entire journey, I believe, is about, is revealing to yourself yourself. It's about allowing yourself to be yourself. And the only one who stops us, even though it feels like it's all of these external things outside of ourselves, is actually ourself. And that's such an empowering thing to realize. And that is when you uh, when you do realize that, that's when you get all of your power. That's why it's empowering. And I think it's such, it's a scary thing as well for someone to realize all of their power. In what I've observed in business is that the biggest thing that stops us from wanting to expand is actually allowing ourselves to hold our power, to feel it without it feeling so overwhelming. And I think we all have the, we all have that power within us. And so, for some of us, it will be expressed through a business. For others, it won't. And all I want people to know is that the choice is yours. It doesn't matter what container you choose to express it. All that matters is that you are really living a life that is in integrity for you. And that's what I teach in business. It's about building a business that works for you and that's in alignment with you and allows you to be you. But all of those same lessons that we can learn through the container or the lens of business applies to all of us across our life as a whole. And so I love to think about like, like, who just, who am I, what am I discovering about myself? How can I be more of who I am rather than trying to be all of these different things? Like what really makes me me? And like, they're the questions that you're not going to have all of the answers immediately. And that's what makes life so interesting. Otherwise we'd all just sort of (laughs) come into come into the world and we would be like, oh, there's nothing to learn here because I already know like everything about myself. And like, that would be so boring. What we're here to do is to learn and we need each other as well. And we need the contrast to be able to discover what is true about ourselves. We need each other. And this is um, uh, one of the most recent tools that I got, (laughs) that I got certified in as a manifesting generator in human design, which Natalia is as well, um, a common trait is that we just love a million different things. And so I was, I've loved human design for years. Um, and I got certified with Jenna Zoe last year, who's an amazing human design reader as a human design reader. And one of the things that I love about human design is that it really shows why we we need each other. So there are five different energy types in human design, if you're not familiar with it. And each of those five different energy types, like tell you how your soul designed you to basically interact with energy, interact with yourself and interact with others, interact with the world. And each of those different five types have a, like a purpose. They have like a strength, a gift that comes so easily and naturally to them. And when they use that, life becomes really easy. Now, but the beautiful thing is we real we recognize by looking at those five different energy types, which is like a tiny piece of your human design chart, 
we realize that we can't operate alone. We need the five different energy types to actually like survive. And that brings me back to what you were talking about before about working in the community, everybody having a role and a purpose. And um, I'm also Aboriginal here and Aboriginal Australian um, and something about being Aboriginal, um, the Aboriginal way of being is very community focused. It's about you have a, everybody has a role and every single like bit of work that you might do in the community is like you were saying before, Natalia, just as valuable as the other. We recognize that we need everyone to be able to create this whole community. And this is what we can think about when we think about the entire world as a community, the entire universe as a community and the only way to activate your calling is to be really honest about what is an integrity for you what feels good what doesn't one of the pieces that I love from human design with my own energy type as the manifesting generator which is the same as generators is that our strategy is to respond and as someone who's here to respond that's actually a very physical experience our body, our sacral center is constantly telling us like what is a yes and what is a no. And it's completely objective. So your mind will still be still be shooting on you and telling you, well, this person expects this of you and you expect this of you. But then your sacral center, which is your center for your desire, your body is going to be lit up and excited or it's going to be not lit up and excited. And so it's telling you a yes or a no. And your job is just to be really honest about what is a true yes and what is a true no. Focus on the yeses, leave the noes. That's for someone else. And, um, and I love thinking about that when we think about our purpose as humans here on planet earth. The one gift that you can give everyone, the one gift you can give your community, the earth, the world, the universe, and yourself is to be honest about what is actually in alignment for you and what isn't. Mm, I love human design and I think it's important to have all these tools to know ourselves and it's like you said, we're doing a favor to our communities, our partners, the world when we do this work, which to me, it doesn't even feel like work. It just feels like a fun adventure. But to, to do this work of like knowing ourselves and discovering our true selves so that we can access, you know, this feminine way of relating to life where you know we're interconnected and we feel worthy and valuable and this is taking me um, to the beginning of our conversation when you were talking about business as a awakening process or as a medicine journey I and then you said something about expanding and how when we are expanding our minds want to contract and we um, are afraid and I feel like at school, like we don't teach children enough about the process of life, you know, how life is like birth. You, you get a contraction and then you work really hard and then boom, you relax and you go with the flow and then you contract and then you relax. And then that's the process of birthing, right? So when you were mentioning this uh, expansion process, something came to mind, which just happened to me yesterday um, when I was here in my home in London, 
Uh, I have recently come back from travels and I'm in the middle of a big transition, moving to the US and packing my home, seeing lots of friends, um, working as well. And I had this moment of overwhelm and oh my gosh, like I can't do all of this. And and I have to wake up early for like podcast with Letitia and it's like so much. <laughs> and I just had this moment where I was like, wait a minute, I am sure that my soul didn't put me in this position for, you know, as a mistake. I'm sure I'm here for a reason. I'm sure all of this, even if it seems chaotic and I want to contract, it's happening for a reason. And then I actually realized, wow, I'm actually expanding right now, but I'm contracting in the expansion. So mm. as soon as I realized that and I realized I'm thinking, oh my gosh, this is too much. I was able to be like, ooh, okay, so I'm just meeting my edge. I'm just meeting a new edge. Can I ease into this edge? And then I just like took a breath. I just moved my body, shifted my energy. And I was like, ooh, can I dance into this new expansion that I'm doing more things in my life now? I have a lot going on. And that is beautiful. And I, I, I think for me, obviously, it's not just business, but is my whole life that's expanding but then mm. that brings me back to what's happening in your life affects your business and vice versa right like you it's not an isolated event and that's an, a, a new way in which business and entrepreneurship is happening that entrepreneurship is, is like a macro cosmos of the microcosmos that's happening in you in your life so I feel like yeah when you are going into these direction of evolving awakening and even going in business you get to learn about this process of expansion and I know that you're an expert on this topic and I know that in business we have to constantly be expanding especially our mindset and yeah I would love for you to share your thoughts on this I love this visual of the contraction and the expansion and also the birthing analogies it's so good there was a moment in business where I was calling myself like a business doula because I really felt that like the connection with birthing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, the connection the with birthing. And the connection with like the feminine consciousness, mm-hmm. like just the world creation itself. You know, obviously it's not feminine or masculine. It's, it's both, but it's the process of life it has just a, a feminine quality to it of like, we take a breath in, then we take a breath out. And it's like life and death <laughs> yeah yes. like creating and you know like waking up in the morning and then going to bed at night it's just such a mm. feminine process of of yeah I, I can totally see why you would call yourself a business doula like that's such an awesome name yeah it is an awesome name and I only don't use it more um frequently because I feel like some people might think that I only support doulas um <laughs> but I love it because Yeah, it is that process of expansion and contraction. And I think that, I think part of the work is recognizing and learning to anticipate and expect that after an expansion, a contraction will come and vice versa. And so when it comes and it happens, like including in your personal journey, when that happens, like nothing's gone wrong here, because one of the things that 
I see over and over and over again, which stops um, people in the coaching industry from actually sharing their gifts is they think I got to be perfect first before I can support someone. I need to have all of my stuff worked out first before I can support someone. I need to be completely healed first before I can support someone. And that's a barrier that comes in a lot of um, people's way. And it also is a strong pattern with women. And so I, something that I learned time and time again is that it's going back to what I mentioned before about it's never done. And then, but what we can do, which I feel like you've really given a beautiful example of um, with what you were talking about before is allowing the expansion. So I always tell my clients because I just think it, they, they must think it's really funny to know, like almost everything that I schedule like it comes from a place of inspiration and I'm so excited. And then right before I go to do it, I don't want to do it like every single time. Like, and it's not even just with business, it's with life as well, because as we know, how we do business is how we do life. Like before I'm going to go hang out with some awesome friends or some new people I've just connected with who are like totally interested and on my vibe. And I'm just super excited right before I'll be like, I don't want to do this. Like, and it's because part of me is afraid of the expansion, right? And so there's this little contraction piece. I have to then call on my own trust of myself and of the universe. As you mentioned, I like I can handle this. I'm ready. I don't need anything else to like prepare myself to be good enough to be there. I am good enough. And so it's that out breath of actually allowing yourself to let go well, actually to move forward with the fear, but to let go of the resistance in the moment, just enough to give yourself that moment to step forward. That makes all of the difference. And But the problem isn't that the fear is there. That's okay. Like I'm cool. Fear can come with me. And it's the same with like our emotions. I Something I've been really interested in over the last 12 months with everything that's been happening with the world is mental health. I too have been going through a really big transition and I've been, I'm, I've been living in a place that I didn't expect to live and I didn't want to live. And I've gone through a lot of different emotions. And one of those emotions that's come up for me regularly, or actually I'll say two, is sadness and depression. And it will just come over me. It's an emotion. We're meant to have them. We'll feel it. And it would come over me. And what has actually, what I have discovered through that process is that the more I resist those emotions, the more I make them wrong, the more I try to fight them and say that it shouldn't be there, there's something wrong with me, then the, as we all know, then the more powerful they become. And so my work has actually been through this process that seems really difficult is learning to see that it's okay that these emotions are there. Like, I'm okay. This is depression. This is sadness. This is loneliness. This is boredom. And I'm okay and I'm okay to feel it. It's okay that it's there. And so when I allow myself and I take that breath out and I allow myself to feel what's there and I give my give the emotion space and I give myself space to be exactly where I am in that moment, that emotion melts away and then there's space to feel something else. And I think that this is the beautiful, like it's an analogy that we can take throughout pretty much every aspect of our life, like it's the opposite of what you think you should do that actually leads to the expansion. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Emotions are 
so important, so sacred, and they are just so misunderstood in our society. We, we have a society that loves to just suppress everything perceived as negative. And as we suppress and we suppress and we numb and we numb, what tends to happen is that we create just a bigger shadow that uh, comes out in a negative way. Whereas the process you and I are in, and I'm sure a lot of our listeners are in, is the process of you know, bringing those shadow emotions up into the light and treating them with love and respect because they are part of this existence. They are part of the duality that we are experiencing in this reality. And yeah, and then we, again, yeah, bring that darkness into the light and just allow ourselves to see all of ourselves too. Because mm. especially in business, I feel like, one of the blocks for people and it was certainly for me and I'm sure for manifesting generators this is a thing because we're such multi-passionate but we feel like we need to show just one piece of who we are mm. to our clients or to our listeners or on Instagram and actually the process of awakening is the process of seeing all of the parts of you accepting yeah. all of who you are and then also being able to show up with all of you and um show yourself as an authentic um, entrepreneur, as an authentic leader, to let people know like, hey, I am also experiencing depressive feelings and sadness. And I also I also have like negative thoughts. Um, I also have parts of me that are shady, like we all do, mm-hmm. and they don't define me. I don't identify with them, but I honor all of those parts. And I have the tools, I'm learning the tools to like, work with all of those parts and also bring myself to center and still create what I want to create and again I think this is part of the new way of being not just in the world but in business where we just don't want to see a pretty face anymore (laughs) selling as a product or we don't want to see you know like a cute advert or we don't we don't want to see perfect individuals because Everyone is becoming more sensitive. I think, especially with what's happening with the pandemic and everyone being forced to be home and everyone being forced to be with themselves a bit more, you know, not being able to distract themselves with going out with friends and doing the activities that you normally do. I actually feel everyone is becoming more sensitive and more aware of their own energy. And we are being able to pick up on when someone is not being in integrity or not being um, authentic. We just, I think this is just part of what's happening collectively. Like we're just all awakening to these old ancient gifts of intuition and feminine consciousness that have been suppressed for so long. It's just popping up and it's one of the reasons why so many people are struggling with mental health. It's because the state of the world, plus collectively we're all shifting energetically. There's a lot that's happening. So yeah, if you're listening to this, <laughs> take a breath, know that where you are is perfect. And yeah, like our emotions, like you said, just allow them. I remember my breathwork mentor would always say in, in the breathwork sessions, you know, whatever happens after the session, if you feel some stuff come up, 
just allow it, just allow it, just allow it. And I have that sort of stuck in my brain, like whenever something comes up, I'm just, mm, just going to have to allow it. I love that. And I love how you, you use the word sacred to describe your emotions. That's so beautiful because I think the way that our mind and society has conditioned us to believe is that they're a pain basically and and something that you know we should be ashamed of and then that creates more resistance and then that just makes them bigger and bigger and bigger they're not actually us they're just there to be ex- experienced and to be felt and so i love that word of sacred you know something i'd love to offer to everybody when we talk about living in integrity <clears throat> that's actually a pretty confronting thing to do it feels like you're all of us have created relationships and identities that people start to rely on and so when we change one of the things that I'm sure all of your listeners are either experiencing right now or have before you start to notice your relationship shifting and changing and that can feel really scary because you feel like you're going to lose everyone you feel like you might feel like you're alone you might feel like you're sort of letting other people down that you're not being like loyal to them in some way because you're changing and then that's changing everything And so that can feel really confronting. And I just want you all to know that again, as Natalia said, that's a, that's just allow yourself to have those feelings and know that there are so many people who right now might be resisting your change. You're going to find out how that's actually called you higher and uh, called them higher. Yeah. And so what you want to do is as a little safe practice that you can use you can ask a good friend or someone that you just feel safe with in your life. You can ask them to be your person to start practicing um, really sharing your truth. So when they say, hey, do you want to do something like tomorrow and you don't feel like doing it, you have a conversation with them and let them know that this is something you want to practice and you're going to like, and this is a safe space for you both to do that. And then you say, actually, no, that's not something that I want to do. And you just leave it and it's going to feel really awkward and you're going to feel like you're going to have to explain yourself, but you have set up this space intentionally to be a safe space for you, for you both to explore this with one another. And I find that this is such a juicy way to build intimacy in a relationship as well, because you like the intention behind it is to know each other better and to know yourself better. And so intimacy is just has to be a result of all of that. Mm. yeah I feel like people just want to experience the real you and when you take that first step to be uncomfortable and allow yourself to be fully seen in your truth you might be afraid that people will judge you but you might be surprised because they might respond even their energy might might respond like wow wow thank you for allowing me to experience you in Mm. such a truthful way and then you are teaching by example which is I think something that we all need to do in our life we need to embody what we need what we would like to see outside first we need to embody that internally and that's why I love to work with coaches and I think coaches and healers and you know any teachers that you can work with is such an important piece (laughs) because you need to reprogram yourself to find your truth because unfortunately we 
live in a society that is you know so hectic you have all these stimulus coming your way you have all this commissioning from school teenage years university the workspace plus we most of us live in cities which are very intense places where lots of energies are moving and we live separated from nature so we have forgotten to really listen to ourselves so sometimes we need to work with a practitioner like a helper uh, someone who's going to walk with us and hold our hand until we can build strength and safety within ourselves to to feel that we can do it on our own and I guess a lot of mm. people when they work with with a coach or with a therapist they are just afraid that they're never going to let that go uh, oh I'm going to mm. always be dependent on coaches but actually that's not true like you will work with people that will initiate you again coming back to business and 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 entrepreneurship and personal development as like an awakening and even a spiritual initiation right like when you work with someone they are holding space for you and you are receiving their codes their uh, wisdom and so many things are happening not just at the physical material level that you can witness with your mind but so many uh, information is being exchanged in the container in the energy so that you know you should trust yourself if you're feeling like a pull to work with someone or to start your business or to move into a different journey or a different path in your life just trust that impulse from your soul because your soul knows where to take you and again you will be presented with this contraction and an expansion this process of uh, moving forward but then you will begin to um, heal yourself and reprogram yourself and then your own codes and your own uniqueness will start to shine through does that make mm. sense and i don't think this only applies to business i think it's in in general right Mm, I love that so much. So, you know, I feel it's so interesting because all of the different teachers and coaches and mentors and, you know, people in our life who inspire us, like we're seeing something that is being like, it's us reflecting back ourselves to ourselves. <laughs> it's not said in the best way, but basically what we're, what we're noticing and seeing in other people is something that we're seeing within ourselves. And so what's beautiful is what you notice in other people and what you see is like, oh, it's so amazing. That's amazing. So that, pers that person can do that. Um, it's, you need to recognize that as something that is within you. And so I, I know that this is sort of spoken about a lot um, over on social media. We talk about like when you feel triggered or jealous of someone that rather than um, seeing that person as taking away something from you or showing you something that you can't have, really taking a moment to invite those feelings of jealousy or envy, whatever it is, and see that that person is an expander for you. They're showing you something that's possible for you. And when you do choose to work with a coach or a mentor, like, I mean, I always work with a coach and I see it as, and I always am learning things and I just love it. I make those decisions, not because I need that person. Like I don't need anyone. Right. But 
I, in terms of like to help me grow and expand, but I want someone to be there with me. And so it comes from this really empowered place. And I also love um, the opportunity to work with people in a long-term way so that we're able to go deeper with one another. I'm able to have someone who knows me and has worked with me before and understands me and they're able to be there in this deep, intimate way that we just don't really have these opportunities anywhere else outside of life. Like you don't have, it's not normal for most of us to have a space held just for us we where we get to be listened to the whole time, where we get to have someone reflecting back what they're hearing from us and asking questions to help us think differently and it's not the coach or the mentor that's giving you the information it's just allowing you to find that information within yourself and so I think that that's a really beautiful way to see any relationship that you're in as it being an opportunity for you to see yourself more clearly Mm, yeah beautiful coming back to the word sacred relationships are sacred We are all here to interact with one another and we need one another. Like you were saying with the human design, we need all types. Um, We we need others to be able to see ourselves and to know ourselves and also to experience others. What, What a gift. And yeah, like I think coming back to the social media piece, I think there are two things that are coming through here. So one is, um, alongside what you were saying, Letitia. So, you know, when you see someone and you feel a little trigger and it's annoying you or or you're like, oh, this person has this and I'll never have it. I'll never have something like that. To take that moment to maybe heal your own wounding that you have thought at some point that you weren't able to get that for yourself. So it's like a beautiful opportunity to heal and also know where you're coming from when you're on social media because sometimes we tune into these spaces of once again high intensity lots of stimulus lots of energy everyone is posting putting their energy there and then when you're navigating these spaces facebook instagram twitter you are literally like receiving the energy from everyone so sometimes when you when you experience someone and you don't like it It could also be a sign that maybe that's not the right content for you. You need to um, unhook from someone's energy. You need to um, redirect your energy within the internet. I feel like a lot of us just unconsciously scroll or navigate. And, you know, there are other ways to show up online where we can be more conscious. We can know which people we like to consume content from and then allow space for exploring right and finding people who are going to activate us and show us different things and trigger us um but i totally agree with you when when you're choosing to work with someone you should always feel like complete first within yourself be like you know i'm good like if i didn't have any money any resources to like buy anything right now i would be okay but I really want to activate myself in a specific way because something really needs to change in my life or I really want to learn from this person. So I agree with everything you were saying and I just wanted to add that piece of like also trusting your intuition when mm. you're being um, 
compulsive on online, you know, scrolling or checking someone's Instagram, like to also know where to put boundaries there. And I know you're mm. super big on boundaries, Leticia. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. On, like conscious um, connection online. Yeah, I have a lot of boundaries when it comes to um, how I interact with people because otherwise I wouldn't create a thing. And the way that I can be of higher service, and I think that this is the case for everyone, is to be able to create and contribute. And so when I consume, while sometimes the consumption will help me, like, for instance, if you consume food, that gives you energy, right? Um, And sometimes with Um, Instagram and social media, consuming that is going to actually activate something within me. I'm going to see something that is going to inspire me. But there definitely needs to be boundaries because we, and I, I like doing it, I like to create first. And then when I'm consuming, it's from a conscious place. And it's also from when I'm in an energy that is like empowered. I'm not looking to feel bad. You know, like if I go in there when I'm feeling bad, that I'm going to have that reflected back at me. And it's usually just going to make me feel worse. So um, yeah, boundaries are really big. And actually, I actually did a podcast episode. Um, It was released yesterday or maybe it was today. Anyway, uh, it was released on the topic of boundaries. So I've been thinking about this a lot lately. And one of the things that I've learned is that the boundaries, like everybody just wants to know what you need, like what what do you need? And so part of that process of conscious communication, which is what creates intimacy, which is what allows us to all coexist in a peaceful way, is just being able to communicate what our boundaries are in a really objective way. Like this is not something like the boundary itself is neither good nor bad. It's actually completely neutral. All that matters is that we're communicating it so that the other person can be like, oh, now I know like how to interact with Letitia. And so whatever boundary you want to set is fine. And you've got to see it as something that is of service to everyone involved. And like, for instance, if you are working with clients, if you're, it helps your clients to feel safe and held when they know how to communicate with you. And it doesn't matter what the communication is. They just want to know how. So when I start working with someone, I always tell them, this is where we'll, we communicate. These are the days that I will be checking in. Uh, this is what to expect from me. And I do something that feels quite radical for a lot of people, but I take off my inner winter, my menstruation, like five days every cycle. And some people would say like, how can you do that? Aren't your clients totally annoyed? Or like, how could that even work? But for me, this is a requirement for me because this is when I receive ideas, I rest and relax, I nurture myself and nourish myself. And by me just claiming that that's what I'm doing, I then am, I'm able to create that for myself. And my clients and community respect that because they don't want me showing up like resentful and half empty. They want the best of me. So only you know what creates the best of you. And it's up to you to communicate that without the story that attached to it, because that story is completely made up and it's amazing. And if someone doesn't want to respect your boundary, you really, um, that's okay. They don't have to respect it, but you can say, well, okay, um, if you don't respect that boundary, then X, Y, Z is going to happen. And you just focus on the things that you have control over. I know that I've gotten a little bit off topic here, but that I think that piece about boundaries is really important just to know that it is of service for everyone involved. Mm. 
Yeah, absolutely. And this, I feel like this is bringing me <laughs> to the beginning of, of the conversation where you were talking about your body and how your body was dramatically asking for a change in your lifestyle when you experience your awakening and it was all happening around your womb space and now look at you completely in tune with your menstrual cycle living from a place of respect for your inner winter honoring that time of the month as like your me time like this is just I feel like this is like a it's like blowing my mind it's like a, <laughs> an amazing way to like start wrapping up but like I feel yeah I feel like this is this is it this is your teaching mm -hmm. your body was like something needs to change it was telling you through pain because the body is always always communicating and I actually will bring an expert on pain on the podcast mm, someone who so talks about like pain in the body and you know I'll let everyone know when that episode is coming out but I feel like the body is so wise and it holds yeah. so much not just from what's happening to us in this life but from what is happening ancestrally what we're clearing um from you know our family line um it's just so much is emerging through the body the body is the vessel for us to manifest and live this life and walk this earth so this thing with boundaries it just feels like a huge a huge result of that awakening for you and now you are initiating again bringing back business and entrepreneurship with this medicine journey you are initiating other women into this way of life and actually I since I've worked with you I felt initiated in my own feminine activation um that has led me to a whole you know a whole journey but mm. in my business I also work with my menstrual cycle I work with my menstrual cycle with my clients I work with my menstrual cycle in my daily life and your body was talking to you and then that changed you and then that led you not only to change your life but to activate other people so to mm. me this is just something that's happening collectively like we're, we're all being asked to listen to our bodies mm, I love the way that you've brought this to a close on the body it feels so right and actually one of the things that popped up for me as I was feeling into our episode today is that the body is always giving you immediate feedback about what you need and you know for instance like we need to move a lot more than what we do but the problem is that a lot of us don't feel like we've got time for that and time is an illusion and yet we let it dictate and run our lives like if we don't get something out today then that's going to be like terrible one of the things that I love to teach in business as well is that nothing is ever urgent and that's why I don't respond in an urgent way ever because I never want my community to think that their business is life and death because it's not, it's fine. If you don't do it today, it's fine. Nothing's going to happen. There's no deadline. It's fine. And your body is going to be the one that tells you what you actually need and forces you to slow down because that's where all the magic is. It's a teacher. It's teaching us and it's a gift. Mm. And, and also another thing that's coming through is like the body is the landing space 
for your life. Mm-hmm. That is so beautiful. <laughs> like, like a lot of us are like, oh, you know, we want more prosperity. We want more trips. We want to have a bigger <laughs> partner. We have, all, we want all these things, and we, we want, or, or maybe like we're rushing and we're forcing our bodies to like work really hard because we want something. But it's like, actually, are you taking care of your body? Because your body is the one that's going to receive whatever it is that you're trying to achieve. So what's the point mm-hmm. in pushing, pushing, pushing if your body is like, well, I'm in no position to now receive more abundance or again, whatever it is that you're calling, like the body comes first and then whatever you create from there then will come through. So true. If we don't have our health, we don't have anything as a beautiful friend of mine once said to me. Mm, so true. Oh, Leticia, well, this conversation has felt so fun, so inspiring. I feel like we've covered many, many different things. Um, is there anything else that you're wanting to share with us today? Um, I will just leave you with three questions that I wrote down before uh, we started recording, which are three questions to help you live more in integrity. And the first question is, if I was not afraid to be me in all of my fullness, what about my life would change? And then the second question is, if I stop saying yes to where I really mean no, what would I stop doing? And then the third is, if I trusted my creativity, what would I move forward with? Mm, super powerful questions. And I'm sure <laughs> our listeners are going to have a, a little moment tuning in and reflecting on those questions that are so necessary for everyone, whether you're in business, not in business, whoever you are, these questions, you're receiving them right now for a reason. So yeah, feel free to uh, share this episode on Instagram and type us, Leticia and me, and let us know, you know, the responses to these questions. Mm, I would love to hear. Definitely tag us. (laughs) Which leads me to asking you, how can our listeners connect with you if anyone is interested in pursuing business? You know, what's the mm-hmm. best way to connect? Sure. So you can find me on Instagram at Letitia Ringe. Um, and I'm sure you'll find the spelling of it when you see the title of the episode. Um, you can also find all of my details for my website at LetitiaRinge.com. And on there, you'll find lots of resources for working with your cycle in your business and starting an online business, if that's something that you want to start, as well as I have a podcast, blogs, like just so many resources there. Um, Go and have a field day, enjoy it. And um, if you want to say hello, I'd love to hear from you all. Just send me a message on Instagram. All right, so we'll add all the details to the show notes and yeah I'm just so excited for this episode to come out I'm like edit it gonna edit it today I'll be <laughs> oh thank you Natalia it's been so awesome to chat with you and it's yeah it's just been so fun and a real honor oh thank you so much Letitia so we'll stay connected and yeah have a lovely day thank you for listening to today's episode entrepreneurship the ultimate awakening journey with Letitia Range. I hope that you 
felt so inspired by this conversation. Thank you for being part of this community. And if you want to support this podcast, please give us a five-star review and share this episode with all of your friends and family, people who you think might benefit from this type of content. And don't forget that the Breath Chica Summer Cell is on for the rest of the month of July. Once again, thank you for being here and I will see you on the next episode. Sending you lots of love.